0: Take number three. We're back for another episode of Eat When You Can, Sleep When You Can, and Don't Fuck With The Pancreas. I'm your host, Dr. Fairchild. with my co-host, Dr. Buttress, and it's been a few weeks since we recorded a podcast. We've both just been super busy. We've been putting some podcasts out because we were able to get together and put out a couple things, but we really haven't sat down and just recorded in a while, and... Um, you know, we were talking the other day, we were like, hey, we want to kind of give a, a little shorter episode. We've done a couple longer ones, had some people on, which we're going to continue to feature people. But we said, let's give a little shorter episode, um, and really just let, let's kind of start going into some, like, high-yield topic kind of things. And, like, you know, those things we wish we would have known, those things, you know, I wish I would have done differently. Kind of start hitting on episodes like that, stuff that's a little more applicable uh, to day-to-day practice and – um We have a new group of med students now, and so I was talking with them today, teaching them a lecture, uh, one of the things we do there, and you know, we figured why not talk about the one thing you should never do as an intern, especially a new intern. In general, though, once you hear this thing, you'll know this is one of those things you should probably never do uh, ever as a resident or an attending or anyone in the healthcare field taking care of people's lives day to day. Um, I think you'll all agree once you hear this thing we're talking about that you should never do it. And then we'll kind of talk about a little bit why, you know, you should never do it.
1: Yeah, this is drilled into us kind of from day one as part of like the intern boot camp orientation. The seniors love to preach this and um, mainly because I bet there's been some people who learn it the hard way. But it's certainly a a key to success as an intern. And it's something to really live by as a physician in general. Um, And. That golden rule is do not lie. Lie. Don't do it. Do not do it. And so wh- la, la, what, la, 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 <laughs> what what kind of la, 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 lie. Wh- when we <laughs> Don't it, it, we're laughing, but <laughs> in no, all but seriously seriousness, don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. Uh so what kind of lying are we talking about? Because, you know, in in just the general public, yeah, you're not supposed to lie. We're talking about a specific like form of doing it within medicine. Um and it's we kind of manifest. into can, some it, of the...
0: Yeah, it can manifest itself in a, in many different ways. I guess it depends on um, what specialty you're in, how maybe it can manifest itself. It can look very different depending on the specialty you may be in. Um, for ER, it may be like uh, the patient came in, you know, you saw it on the list that they had abdominal pain. You're trying to get ahead. Maybe you order some labs and a scan or an ultrasound and you really haven't necessarily seen the patient because maybe you are so far behind, they're sitting in the waiting room. And then, you know, you call somebody because the result comes back or you hand it off and they're like, oh, did you see the patient? like, oh, yeah, yeah, just passing, but maybe you really didn't. Um, In our profession, it it comes in a lot of ways. Um, It's very easy as an intern when you're kind of getting hammered to just uh, quickly off the rails just say yes or, you know, answer real fast because you think you might get in trouble if you say no or you don't know. Um, So I think it manifests itself differently, and we'll kind of dive into that here in a second Um, But uh, let's talk specifically, when we say do not lie, um, what's like the general, the broad, you know, 30,000-foot view um, that we're talking about for interns, really, really new interns, but in general, interns, uh, and then all physicians and developing physicians,
1: um, what's kind of the 30,000-foot view of, of why you shouldn't lie? Yeah, as an intern, I think the most important thing to consider is that if you aren't completely honest about the degree of the work you're doing or if or if you're not accomplishing your tasks, then sometimes it can be easy, as you said, to be like, uh, yeah, I did that or yeah, yeah, this, this stuff was normal. Um, and the the bottom line is when that stuff happens, r- real things get missed within patient care. And ultimately, it's the patients who suffer. When either your laziness or you're just you know being behind, right? And your 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 failsafe is to be like, uh, yeah, you skip a task, and then you just say, yeah, I did to get done, right?
0: So the thirty thousand foot view, I think the easiest thing to say is diminished patient care, right? That that's the thirty thousand foot view kind of for everyone in general. Um, if if you're gonna lie about something, and and you know you don't want to make it sound like this terrible like world thing about lying, like we'll kind of go into some details what we're talking about here, especially for the intern. But if you're going to lie about something that you may or may not have done or maybe didn't do it to the extent you say you've done it or maybe haven't looked at the extent you say you looked at, like you said, ultimately these things may get missed. They may get glossed over. The other people that are looking to you as a trustworthy person, um, you know, trust you. And so that thing may not happen the way it's supposed to. And so you ultimately are going to have diminished patient care.
1: And even even like less severely than that, you can really diminish your own just uh, reputation, because as an intern when you're starting off, you know, you only make a first impression once, and stuff as simple as, like, did you check the labs, like, did yeah. you follow up on certain tests and stuff, because eventually you're going to be reporting to seniors, you're going to be presenting pa- patients to attendings or chiefs or whoever it may be, and so when they ask something simple, like, did you did you follow, up? what was their pathology, and if you're, you're like, uh, yeah, I think I looked at that, or I don't think it was back yet, you know, you, there's a way to dance around it to make it look like, oh, yeah, you know, I was totally on top of that, mm-hmm. but Um, try to word it differently when really you didn't look at it. And so you should just say that. Right. And I think you're already starting to brush on like where we're going to kind of go with this
0: and kind of dive a little more into it. Uh, You know, I really want to dive into um, the intern and the new intern and what that means if you kind of come into residency. uh, And we've talked about interns a lot and what it looks like coming into residency and some of the fears of, you know, first day scaries. And now all of a sudden you're a doctor. And, you know, the other fear is, Um, there's a hierarchy in residency, and you have seniors above you, you have um, chiefs, you have attendings, you have all these people that are are now relying on you as well, not just the patient, to tell them about the patient, and they're going to hit you back with questions and there's a fear that exists, a natural fear that is usually the thing that causes someone to lie, I think, because they're scared to say they didn't do or they didn't look or they didn't. So they just want to say, oh, yeah, it looked okay. Oh, yeah, this, this. So let's kind of dive, like, really specific. Let's start looking maybe at some examples of what this could look like. Because whenever the general public may hear, like, lie, they may be like, oh, doctors are lying. Like, no, it, we're not. It's not the, the term lie that you think of. It's It's usually simple things, small things that... Um, you know, like you said, because, uh, you may have not done it to the extent you said you did it, um, things may go miss and you may get diminished patient care. And that's why we preach this, you know, just an honest and, in, in, you know, honesty, integrity as a physician is a good core value to have. And sometimes that can be just as simple as saying, no, I didn't, or I don't know, you know, and I think that, that humble part of being a physician is also very important that you, that you take on. So let's kind of look at some examples. Let's kind of go into specifics, um, maybe some that you've encountered, maybe some that you've been a part of, and we'll talk about some that I've encountered, of the intern that comes in on day one, and they're doing their things, they're doing their rounds, and they're presenting now to their senior and to their team, and, um, you know, this is something simple, like the patient has a chest tube, okay, you're on day one, you haven't really looked at a lot of chest tubes, looked at the mechanism of them, looked at the um, everything and and the way they work, and you're sitting there, and you, you know the I's and O's. You looked at them on the computer. You got it, and then someone finally goes, oh, is the chest tube clamped or to, water, to suction? And, you know, maybe just maybe just because you just want to answer something and say something because you may have thought something in the room, you're like, oh, it's, it's to suction, okay, when in reality it may be clamped, and it's been clamped for a couple days, and we're debating on if we want to take the, the tube out. Now, that simple answer, you know, that's what we mean. We This is the example we're talking about when we say, like, don't lie. That's like the one thing you shouldn't do. Because even though it's a simple answer, um, it can still change maybe the status of what the entire team's thinking about that patient in their chest tube. And now looking at their chest x-ray today, that looks okay. We're like, okay, well, I guess we go to suction, you know, to water seal today. But they've been on water seal three days and we're supposed to maybe take it out today. But, you know, maybe that goes miss for a minute until you get on rounds. And then you realize, you know, that's everybody's fear too, As you get on rounds now. And then you look at the tube and now it's not to suction. And they're like, well, who disconnected this? Because we were told it was on suction this morning but maybe you never looked and maybe just had a fear in that moment in that split second of time. You just want to answer something and have an answer because you feel, I feel like the thing is you feel like an intern. You have to have an answer for all these things and you quickly realize, no, you don't. And there's not always an answer to it. And then you're going to realize even attendings don't have the answers to things every time. And we have to consult each other and attendings have to consult each other and call other attendings and other, and all sit around and and talk about these things because there's not always just one true answer. And the quickly that more quickly you can kind of come into that humble nature as a physician I think you're going to be better off and it's going to prevent you from lying. You know, talk about the, you know, maybe an example you have or maybe something that, you know, you've run into. And it's simple things. We don't want the public thinking like, oh, they lie. Like, number one, we don't lie. This is why we talk about on this podcast. This is one thing you shouldn't do. Okay. And that's why we're bringing it up. And we don't do it in our program because we do preach it there and we preach that it's okay. That's the next thing you always say. Hey, it's okay if you didn't look. It's okay. Like it's your day one. It's you're an early intern. Like I get it. You didn't know to look next time. Look, and that's how you learn. That's how you build your, you know, your, your, your status as a physician and your ability to take care of patients. So it's, it's okay to not have no, to don't, to not know, to say, I don't know is okay. That's the better answer than saying something that maybe you didn't do to completion.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's really well said. And again, as you said, we're not. It's not a th- case of you know of the surgeons are lying to the patients. That's not the case. And even even like it's it's a well known uh, rule and a, a way of practice that when say something goes wrong within a case or a mistake is made, um, w- the physicians tell the family or to, and tell the patient as soon as it you know out of the, out of anesthesia or whatever when the case is done they call the family or they tell the patient and pack you you know this this occurred. Uh, this is why it occurred, and this is kind of what we're going to do about it. We, we don't just sit on that stuff, um, and, and you know, we document it appropriately in the op note. I think that's one place as, you know, attendings can be as honest as possible and not skirt around the truth is in their operative note, their dictations. They can say every single thing that happened when stuff didn't necessarily go maybe perfectly according to plan. Uh, it's important to document that. But another you know, intern story, so this is a classic one. uh patient has, like, a drain in place after surgery. Uh, you're you're presenting them in the morning. How much came out of the drain? Uh, Two hundred mLs was recorded. Oh, what it looked like? Very easy to maybe you forgot to look at the actual drain character. Uh sanguinous. It looks just thin, thin, bloody, like which is normal. What we'd expect. Uh, when in fact it's now bilious. You didn't notice that it's been bilious for twelve hours, which means you know maybe there's a leak in there or whatever it is that's going on. And so that's an actual clinical change that requires attention. And if you aren't you know, forthcoming about it, maybe the team doesn't round until 3 p.m., which happens all the time. Maybe we're all caught up in cases, and all of a sudden something that is pretty simple of, you know, you forgot to do this. Well, okay. If we had recognized that, we would say, okay, go check the drains so that we know what they look like. Right. Um, And then maybe a big complication doesn't get missed or delayed or something like that. Uh, And so it's as simple as, uh, as you said, learning that you don't need to just have that pride. You, you can swallow your pride and be like, you know what, I messed up because we all mess up. Seniors mess up. Chiefs forget to check stuff, um, and that's why there's teams in place to you know c- help out, carry the slack, um, whatever it may be. Uh, but it, it's it's crucial, especially early on, when you're forming that identity as to be the guy who either gets all his stuff done, or when they don't, or when they do miss something, just own up to it.
0: Yeah, I think you said something important, a very distinctive thing, and 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 just. Dis- um, distinguishing the difference between when we when we're talking about lying here on this on this episode and what that may look like and what we what we mean by it at least in our residency and our program what we talk about we're more talking about the art between interprofessionals we're more talking about amongst ourselves like you said this is not to the patient this is not to patient families this is that you know we are. The integrity that we uphold as physicians, and you know the moral compass and standards that we uphold, uh, drive us away from the first thing we do if we if something happens in your office, tell the family and tell the patient. We want them to be very aware, you know, and that's why we we go through all those things pre-operatively and tell them this. These are the things that could potentially happen. There's no perfect surgery, um, and there's never just just this surgery. Everything is a very big deal, and we understand the the importance of operating on you as a, as a patient, you and your family member. And, you know, we're going to, the honesty, integrity we're going to hold there is going to always matter. This is more like the very fine details of interprofessionalism. uh, You know, just like I said, maybe you didn't carry this throughout to completion and you maybe didn't look at the entire drain, just looked at the tubing for a second. It looked like it was okay. And like you're presenting and, and people don't realize when we're talking about a patient, we're going through so much about you as a patient like We're going through basically everything that's happened in the last 24 hours, but sometimes we go through even more than that, because we may have a whole new team, which we switch teams every week on different services with different attendings, and they may not be as familiar with these patients, and all of a sudden, you have to talk about this patient that maybe has been in the hospital for a month with all these various things, and so we're presenting you, know, you as a patient very thoroughly and very in-depth, and so if it's something small like the drain characteristics, or something small like was the chest tube connected to suction or not, or something small like... Did you look at the culture data? And maybe you looked yesterday, and it was no growth of three days. But today you forgot to look, or you didn't check, and you're like, "Oh, last I saw was no growth." Like, yeah, well, last you saw was yesterday, you know. So technically, that's not the total truth. You didn't see it today, and so that's kind of what—that's kind of what we're talking about whenever we—whenever we mean this. This is all interprofessionalism stuff, and I think you hit the next—the next nail on the head, like. That what does this cause right for you down the road and why do we talk about this really specifically for the intern and the incoming and especially the new intern like what is so important about it about the new intern that is potentially you know telling their interprofessional their senior or their junior other junior residents or their chief residents maybe something that they didn't do to completion or maybe something that they they may say something that may not be totally true because they're they're scared of whatever you know what does that ultimately bring to them like what is that going to cause for them
1: yeah exactly are you saying
0: it's 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 a it's a lack of trust right i mean right like, exactly i mean like that's you're
1: establishing what, that relation that uh that identity is that if you if you do this once it's like the trust is gone that's it's it the same i mean as yeah we don't know anything
0: we don't have anything you say that we can believe yeah. right and so i mean you're you're establishing yourself as a physician and as a leader in the community and and you know in the hospital and so you know the best thing you can do is just have a little integrity and have a little honesty and and like I said, when we talk about this, you know, we, the word sounds big, and it it gives the connotation, unfortunately, in the general public, that like you're doing something so terrible, like as a liar or something. That's not at all what we're saying. In fact, you know, it's the exact opposite. We're saying like because we are so um, um, honest, and, and you know, we value our our position and our leadership in um, what we do. We don't want to lie about anything, even the smallest detail. It's better just to say I don't know, or it's better just to say. I didn't see it this morning. I didn't look. My bad. I'll go back and look. You know, and, and the quicker that you can do that, the faster that, number one, the rest of your team's going to respect you. Like, they're going to respect you more for just saying that, you know, and because you're going to build up that honesty with them, and they're going to know, like, hey, what this guy says, like, I can trust. Whenever he says it's like – and you're going to quickly realize, like, in the first – say the first three to six months for interns, you kind of establish your rapport there for the remainder of your um, – Residency, And honestly, so for some people, the remainder of their careers, because people in those hospitals and other staff members and other residents, like, will remember you for those things you did in the first three or six months, you know, and you're kind of setting up yourself for the rest of your career. Like, they'll be 20 years on the road, and they'll remember that, oh, that was him. He did this.
1: Yeah. I think it's really important, advice. I think it's an important episode uh, because you set these habits early on. When you become an attending and you're having attending-to-attending conversations or, you know, attending-to-family conversations when really, you know, if something goes wrong – and you you have to own up to things. I think if you establish early on that like you're not perfect, you're able to make those mistakes, but you know how to, you know, recover from them and and take ownership. I think is going to just do you well uh, as a professional down the road. And so it's important to establish them early on, as you said. You're 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 making a reputation. Uh, make a good one. And, um, you know, if you if you cut corners early on, you're going to cut corners when the stakes are higher. And it's just it's not the kind of. Position you want to be especially somewhere where cutting corners can mean life or death within surgery um it's just not it's not a way to run your practice so no
0: no it's not and, and we don't do it at our program we preach about it and you know we figured it'd be a good a good talk to people who are going into a residency like you know we need it i think we might come out we should come out with like a little mini series of like how to succeed in residency and we've done a couple of those things we should do like a, a whole mini series of just like you know here here's really what you should like here's the things that we have found that you know will help you towards better success um early on as an intern um we get this is now our second round of interns we're getting to see so we can continue to you know help modify them and we can kind of relay some of those things that we're seeing you know now as as uh higher level junior residents and 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 how we can help you succeed so you know this is just one of those things there's a lot of things <laughs> you shouldn't do as an intern or as a physician, but this is like the one we, we, we preach it at our program and it really is, no-no. yeah, it's, it's just a big no, no. And, um, you know, I, I think for those of you listening, um, you know, if you listen to this and you practice this and you, and you implement this in, in your practice and, and your personality and yourself as a physician, it's just going to make you that much better. Um, but, uh, y'all, y'all continue to tune listen in cause we might try to do a little mini series on this. I think moving forward.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Uh, we'll put together, a uh Uh, A a series of things, you know, how to be a successful intern or things to avoid, pitfalls, whatever it may be. Uh, We'll make a little little side branch off the podcast.
0: But the first one was definitely do not what?
1: Do not lie. Do not lie. And until next time. Eat when you can. Sleep when you can. And don't fuck with the pancreas.
0: Hey, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening to today's episode on Don't Fuck With The Pancreas. We hope that you tune in to the next episode. We don't know when it's going to be released. We're so busy. We're, just, we're putting them out when we get chances to. Uh, we're listening to what you guys tell us. Um, some of y'all send us responses on Instagram. Some of y'all send us direct messages um, on, on TikTok, whatever it may be. Keep reaching out to us. We're going to keep putting this podcast episode out there for
1: you guys. Yeah. Email us with episode ideas, with questions you have. Uh, if you want to be featured on an episode, we'd love to have you. If you have something to bring to the table, we'd love to uh, to get you involved in any way possible. Uh, we're, we're posting content on, on TikTok and on Instagram and on YouTube as well. And so... Continue to tune in, continue to follow us, and share it with your friends. Uh, pre-med students, med students, undergrad students, anybody in the general public—we're trying to reach as many as possible to give you an insight on what it is like day in and day out to be a general surgery resident.
0: Yeah, the only way you're going to find this is on this podcast, guys. DFWTP—you have to find it. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, whatever playlist you might use, whatever podcast servicing you use. Listen to it there. Check out our Instagram—it's DFW the pancreas. Check out our TikTok DFWTP, and. You You can shoot us on email at dfwthepancreas at gmail.com. Any ideas, anything you want to hear, anything you want from us, let us know. But you got to keep listening. You got to keep sharing it. And y'all tune into the next episode. We'll see you there. Don't fuck with the pancreas.